Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. All right, so it's finally happened. We've got a big man, man like MK in the building. What's going on? What are you saying? How you doing, my people? Yeah. Very good, man. I'm very good, man. It's good to have you on. This is like a school reunion. Yeah. Right. To be honest, since leaving school, like obviously, Emmanuel, he lives pretty close to my mum, so I see him mm. now. And then. Um, but apart from that, I haven't really seen you look like like too much to be honest yeah what you're doing mm. you know no that's why we wanted to come have you on it was lovely that you was like you wanted to actually come on and you was like you asked yourself so it was nice to once you made the offer it was like we have to have him on yeah especially with the times we're going through at the moment i feel like a lot of people need the right sort of direction 100 percent. 100 percent, man i've seen you you've been broke on the socials about it <laughs> How you feeling, bro? He's fighting the good fight, you know, especially Obviously, on Facebook. I see you, bro. Hey, you know what? You're doing your thing. You and Malachi. On it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen stuff about Malachi. Yeah, he's doing the same. Shout out Malachi to him. has got his foot on their neck. Shout out to Malachi, man. Shout out to Malachi. He's leading the way for far. Shout out to mm. Malachi. <laughs> also, my boy Ohms as well. He's doing his, his thing. Um, Omokaro. There's, mm. there's just a few people. I mean, unfortunately, um, we still have a lot of people from like Essex and Farrakh, um that we have on friends that think the opposite views of BLM. So yeah. these are things that we're going to be seeing on our timeline. And when we see it, we need to address it because it's correct. No, I agree, man. I mean, I guess that's why you feel so passionate about it. Because it's crazy, like, you played football with some of these boys, you've been to the same parties with them, and they've mm -hmm. been cool with you. It's just crazy to think that, oh, these people really have these opinions. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's the worst thing. thing about it, really, because you don't like looking someone in the eye and then thinking you're right with them, and then behind the back or in their head, they're, they're thinking other things or saying other things about you, man. Yeah, no, that's that is it. That's the nail on the head, really. Like, that's what I think is the most painful thing because you see people commenting and you think, rah, like, I didn't think you was like this. <laughs> exactly, um, man. It, it shocks, it's, it's quite shocking. It's quite shocking to, to think that yeah people are still thinking like this in this in this tw in 2020 bro literally yeah, for real man 20, yeah. so. so how have you been what have you been up to recently because I see you man dripping squad everything <laughs> designer nah um, yeah I mean even that kind of stuff as well I don't really especially I, I think you might have seen the Gucci thing Gucci mm. a bit racist so yeah. even all of this buying designer and stuff like it, it's something that I used to do in the past. Don't get me wrong, I do like nice clothes and stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, man, it's just if you can afford it and you like it, then I'd say buy it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Before we continue, like, just just tell the people by yourself, man. Tell them what you do. Yeah. 
be why yeah, so, say, um, so at the moment I've got a, an office at the moment I've got a few people I work with that work under me and work with me um, and we run a marketing business so we work with various companies who need like social media marketing we mainly focus on Google Ads Facebook Ads um, but we do also um, run other campaigns as well um, so yeah that's the main that's the main thing we do um, like I said, I've got a few um, partners that I work with as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's mainly it. I mean, it's been doing pretty well for us. The good thing um, about what I do is that it's commission based, so it's not yeah. just like a salary I'm, I'm I'm earning. I'm not really just doing like a nine to five. It's mm. uncapped the amount that I can earn. So so that's the good thing about it, really. Yeah, that's really good. Not- it's nice to see because you all seem quite passionate about it and mm. giving it 110 percent it's mm. just interesting to see that you went down that route and that's what you chose to do what's been yeah. the most interesting ad that you've done or company you'd say you've worked with um there's been so to be honest um so when i left when i initially left college because i got kicked out of college um mm. so i didn't last very long i actually started working for a stock brokerage in yeah. london um, so that's where I got like um, my my knowledge in in the actual like financial markets and also the stock market and stuff like that. Um, mm. So that's kind of what led me to to the role. So I've worked with a few big companies in the city. Um, but yeah, main. I I don't really want to name. I don't want to disclose anyone. It's a bit private. Like, you know, got some you. businesses want to keep it private. But mm. I have worked with some big companies in London, bro. Yeah, nice. That is great. It's good to see how well you've done, how well you're doing. And it's important that we talk to people like yourselves who are, you know, winning at the moment and doing good. And it's also nice to see you're also using your platform to, you know, speak on the topics that are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, um, as well, a lot of my, like myself and peers, we kind of not, I wouldn't say we, there was always that, option or that route to kind of take the wrong path and don't yes. get me wrong there was a few of us that might have been on the wrong path for for some time but mm. now everyone's on the straight and arrow like now everyone's realized the goals they want to achieve um what right. they want to do for like the family and everything like that so everyone's doing well for themselves man like the mm. people the peers that i'm around at the moment definitely yeah that's no, yeah. good all right so i guess just moving on, I just wanted to get everyone's opinion on what went on yesterday. Uh, we saw the pro. Oh, I don't even know if you can call it protest. Them man were whining yesterday. Yeah, them man moving a bit nuts. Yeah. Ridiculous, oh bro. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, out here early the year, trying to be the hustle of the year. <laughs> no, I just see people doing some mad stuff. Man. Yeah, man. Um, Crazy. I mean, I've seen that like they're going to protect the statue, but then they're fighting the police who are protecting the statue. Also, exactly. mm-hmm. the statue some of them are protected as well. Yeah, they're doing the Nazi salutes, and then they're saying they're looking after the statue, but Churchill fought the Nazis. So all of their arguments, it's not adding up, bro. It's not making it, sense. It doesn't make any no, sense, bro. Honestly, yeah, like no. even thinking about the fact that, like, um, like, like you said, like they've, they're, it's just a walking contradiction, isn't it? Their hypocrisy. Mm. You're throwing up Nazi salutes when the Donny actually fought the Nazis. So where, where, where? What's your angle? What are you trying to prove to everybody right now? Exactly. Yeah, to bring some clarity to the situation. So, um, 
pretty much, what was it, the 13th, 13th of June, um, a bunch of people uh, in the United Kingdom were protesting the Black Lives Matter. They were protesting the protest and they were very much upset about Bristol, like what happened in Bristol where the statue was taken down. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of people were talking about how Winston Churchill was mm-hmm. had some form of racism towards black individuals mm-hmm. and they said they wanted that taken down as well. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of British people just didn't find that appealing. They didn't sit well with them, yeah. Which, I mean, to me, kind of makes sense. Uh, no, I get it, yeah. I yeah, understand, definitely. but um, I think people took the wrong angle and the wrong approach. So yeah. a group called the EDL, what is it? Is it English Defence League? English Defence League, yeah. yeah. It's the dumbest name ever, but anyway, yeah, so what they pretty much had done was um, they came together and they tried to protest the protest and mm-hmm. protect what they felt was being threatened, which is yeah. British heritage, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, I kind of, under, I understand it to a certain degree, um, obviously, I, the thing is with the statues as well, I've always had the opinion, it's a bit hard to say really because um, because bringing down a statue is going to cause a major divide amongst us. Mm. If you put yourself in like um, some, some, some like, let me just say the white people within Essex, the white community within Essex, a lot of their grandfathers and stuff like that, they fought in the war, they fought with Churchill and stuff like that. So it means a lot to them. Um, Churchill is an icon to these people so although we're black if we put ourselves in their shoes I mean taking someone like Churchill down it will cause a major divide that's why I have kind of been against it because I feel like we need to come together so if that's going to cause a divide then it's kind of the wrong way to go around it but at the same time I don't stand for anything that he's done the only good thing I believe he has done is he defeated um, the Nazis apart from that I can't stand for anything that he's done. I don't agree with anything he's mm. done. In my opinion, I believe it should be taken down. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because, I, 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 like you, I get their stance. Like, And it's also, for me, it's also important to... I think people should use this as an opportunity to learn. Like, I didn't know he was on that sort of crud. But, you know, but there's obviously <laughs> a history which they've... Uh, which they've given to us, which we've just eaten up and been like, oh, you know what, he's... He fought in the war. He fought against the Nazis. He's a great person. Then you find out all this stuff like, yo, yeah. that one's terrible. So it's it's tough. Like, mm. but I don't think you should. We should use it as an opportunity to educate ourselves and educate ourselves on these people. Like the one they took down in Bristol. I didn't even know that people like that exist. Like had a statue that existed. Mm, yeah. like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, the Bristol one you can't even try to justify because that man, no. was, uh, he was on that. He was on that from from the jump. He lived it. He he would tell you, yo, that's how I make my bread. <laughs> <laughs> but the the problem is though, like in general, is um, I feel like you know a lot of these people who, in history, who are icons and done you know incredible things, mm. a lot of them have like yeah, a great area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where, where do we draw the line as far as yeah, that? Exactly. Where do we draw the line? Because exactly. a lot of them, they're going to have to have done something in the past to have get them to the position. You get me? Like, we all had wars against each other, so someone had to have mm. lost. So yeah. it is... History it is, is written by the vintage. 
And as well, as we are in Britain, we do need to respect the fact that we are in England and we need to respect their history. So if yeah. Churchill is an icon, British icon, then I understand that. Me, me as someone that lives in England, then I kind of need to accept that it's their country at the end of the day. Mm. So, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And it's, it's interesting because it's that thing, where do you draw the line? Like, There's some amazing people in history who have done great things that, you know, if you actually sit down and think, yo, them man can be sketchy. Even you have to look at someone like Nelson Mandela, who in some people's eyes was a terrorist. Yeah. But, you know, what he went on to do speaks what, like, is excellent yeah. history. So it is tough. I just think the statues thing should be used as an opportunity to uh, educate ourselves, like, find out more about these people that, you know, again, even... I kind of knew about Gandhi, but I, I've been educated. I'm like, okay, this he did this, he did that. So even though he did something great, you'll mm-hmm. find something, you'll find holes in all of these people. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the EDL, they're just using it for any excuse to go out there and cause trouble. Yeah, because um, they don't have an agenda. Yeah. They don't, you're not yeah. standing for anything. <laughs> it's because there's yeah. no football on that's why them man are bored <laughs> quarantine got them a bit messed up in the them heads are, them man are bored for real <laughs> but that is, that is that's it and when you see them speak on Twitter on, they're just talking yeah. worse yeah but the thing is I even thought about it like just from another perspective yeah like we should really just go out there and have a fight <laughs> 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 even though it sounds super wild yeah we should just go out there have a fight no. Um, everyone just uh, and then everyone just put like their weapons to one side nobody <laughs> yeah. take their weapons everyone just have a scrap up after the shake hands go home that's it <laughs> but then I watched the purge the first purge and I was like nah let me not let me not think that way nah, that stuff they can go it can go super wild so I'm only going I'm only doing that if AJ's on my side yeah, and that's the thing. We're outnumbered here in Essex, so you might want to rethink that one. Yeah, it's <laughs> that it could be it could be a long night. Just so I know, what do you guys think about that fight, though? AJ and Fury. What's it looking? Can't like? even think it's about mad. that. You know, that's mad. Uh, Imams are. It's looking, pro- it's, are it's looking like it's gonna go to well. To be honest, if you really think about it, I mean, it depends. It's a very technical fight because mm-hmm. both of them can be very aggressive, but they they can definitely show how smart they are on on the actual canvas. But, yeah. um, for example, if it's AJ, I think AJ would have to do as much as he can to break um, Tyson Fury's eyebrow so it's continuously bleeding. Um, and then at least just keep dodging him, but just keep, hit, just keep hitting him with the jab. Whereas with Fury, Fury is just, I don't know, man. He's just, he's something special, to be honest. Yeah, you have to give something it to special. him. Something special. So, I mean... I made a bit with a guy at my workplace. I said, listen, £10, I'll put, I, I'll put on AJ because I think he'll study a Fury and all mm-hmm. that he's done and really just attack Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I think Fury is the one to win just because he definitely showcased another side of him when it came to um, Deontay Wilder. So, yeah. But then again, I, I always thought that um, Wilder will take some step aside money, like just a quick thing, because he knows he might take like, um, let's say, twenty mil just a step aside, or maybe even thirty mil, because how much the money they can actually make, and then afterwards face uh, whoever wins between those two. 
Yeah. But I, think, I, think, I think that's the case. Do you think Fury could win it based on experience in the sense that, not that AJ's inexperienced, but Fury's had two really tough fights that he's coming off the back of. And he, yeah. he more or less won them. I don't think AJ's had that tough fight. Like, but, fair enough, um, he lost to Ruiz. But, yeah, I mean, you could argue as well. I mean, you need to realize that Anthony Joshua, he's always fought his mandatory challengers, mm-hmm. and the mandatory challengers are kind of, although they might not be the best fighters, they're set for a reason because they've been doing well, like in that in that league sort of thing in that yeah. rank. So he's always fighting the top opponents, whereas Fury, um, he's only really had Wilder and Klitschko, big names that he's fought. Mm. Uh, Joshua, he's been up against Povetkin, he's been up against Klitschko, he's been up against Parker, he's been up against um, White, he's been up yeah. against the top fighters, bro, mm. so yeah. you've got to give it to him, man. He's proved yeah. himself, he's definitely proved himself, um, but at the same time, I do slightly give um, Fury the edge, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think it's going to be Fury, man. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, the thing is, my, my heart says AJ because I'm not Nigerian, isn't it? But in my head, <laughs> truthfully, I think Fury's reach and the way he boxes is peak, man. Yeah, it's just, it's just peak. It's very so, unplus. AJ's leg is broken, broken. Yeah, what happened yeah. to him? I think he might have lost it last week. You, you still don't know? I, I, I don't know, nah, to be honest. I'm saying, I'm saying, what's his name? Tyson Fury is very much unpredictable. I'm going to come back mm. to that point about his leg, but he's very much unpredictable because he can fight with both hands. And more yeah. importantly, he could fight in, defense, in a defensive way. And as we saw in the previous fight, he could just bully you. His movement so, is peak, man. Yeah. His movement is absolutely peak. But with Anthony Joshua, I don't know. I think it's something to do with his... Uh, let me search up right now just to make sure I'm on facts in it. Um... But pretty much, from what I know, seems like uh, he just has a leg brace. He's probably broken in training or something. Something to do with his knee. Yeah, I think it was just something um, light, to be honest. Yeah, it was something light. Because I think he's still training, but oh, he's okay. just got that just in case. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. But no, I think it should be, it'll be interesting either way to see um, how that fight goes down. I think it's going to be a massive fight on um, which everyone's going to be interested in. Um, and he's got himself in a bit of uh, hot water uh, with his comments at the BLM match. So we've got to support. They were yeah. trying to get him out of here. What yeah. did he say? I think... Um, yeah. I mean, he said he was discussing about we should, black people should shop within our own community. Like actually, you know, just the usual stuff. But they took it the wrong way as in he's saying don't shop where everyone else shops sort of thing. So, yeah, they took it the wrong way. That's not what he was trying to say, but people are on his, his neck. I think it was just more more a case of the wording he used. Of yeah. course, we know what he means. Mm. Um, but someone who 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 isn't in the same shoes as him, or is looking at it from a different perspective, might take that the wrong way completely. Mm. For um, he did say, like his own words, quotation. I think it was along the lines of, "Don't invest in their businesses. Let's kind of stick to our own." Mm. Uh, and obviously, we know what 
he means by that, but I think he probably could have just said like, less, yeah. as well as as well as their businesses, let's try and support our our own a bit more. Yeah. Mm. It was mm. more just a wording. So yeah, man. Mm. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see to... how that pans out. But that's definitely, yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's definitely turned this AJ and the Fury thing. Because now AJ's lost a few fans after that. But mm. Fury's also been um, promoting like All Lives Matter. And, uh, and I've been a big Fury fan myself. Yeah. yeah. Big Fury fan. But been kind of been put off with the way how he's been moving with the whole situation. Mm. Yeah, that can, once you hear someone's in all lives, you, you that's it. I'm <laughs> done. Time it is, ties. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, is. to be hundred percent honest with you, like I do, I do believe in the statement that all lives matter. It's yeah, just, the way is the way it's been used. It's used as a weapon to like try and silence Black Lives Matter in itself and the actual mm. issue that is at hand. Mm. So I think that's 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 the one thing that people don't actually seem to understand, especially with the yeah. majority of the people in the. EDL, whatever they want to call themselves. I think majority of them are just misinformed and miseducated. I, mm-hmm. Some of them may be smart. I don't want to diss them in any way. They're just misinformed and they don't know what the current situation is. And they just assume yeah. that, oh, well, this is correct because all lives matter. But I mean, what, what we're trying to um, achieve in whatever is going on within the protest um, is we're trying to actually directly change a situation so that it benefits all people but not just all people but our people as well so yeah. that we can live um an equal society a truly equal society so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's i mean the statement all lives matter yes is correct it should always be correct it's just what we're standing for and yeah. how you perceive it is completely different to the way we do mm. Alright, so i just wanted to get everyone's opinion i don't know if you saw the video but it was of celebrities basically being like uh, I take responsibility or I understand what's going on uh, with everything in BLM. How do you man feel about that? Uh, t- to be honest, I'm done with celebrities after them man got together and sang Imagine uh, by John Lennon. But I don't know why they keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I was watching, um, uh, I don't know if you guys are into Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I was watching a little, uh, little stand-up he put out maybe two weeks ago. And he made a really, really sick statement. He was saying how, like, he's taking a stance of not saying anything because he feels like the streets are doing the talking right now. Mm. He can't come out and say anything more than what the people are saying. So the people who are coming out and saying stuff is probably just to protect their brand and from a PR perspective. But, you know, if you're really about it, you, you can still put out a statement, but just know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So You'll come across as misinformed. Would you say, Demi, that there's um, that some celebrities are kind of hiding and not like making the situation more known? No, it's not that. It's it's when they speak, they're not they're not really saying anything. Like the video, I put, I'll send it to everyone the video that came out, but it's just it was so I don't know. It's just it's, it's celebrities doing what they think they can to make themselves feel better about a situation and it just comes like we can see straight through it you know when something's just bs yeah. it's like you're not really for the cause yeah 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 they're just kind of jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> mm. that's how it feels and that's yeah. like, to be honest I, I looked at it the first time i was like why are these guys talking? i turned it off straight after so when it was like i accept response it's like i respect response i was like 
get it's, off my screen. It was just like, what real. are you doing? Are you really here to just put this on your CV? As I said, glory hunters, whatever you want to call them. Mm. Or are you really here for the cause? And I just feel like... It's so, I mean, most, most, most of them are just actors. Most of them are actors, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, seen. I've seen two actors, and then that's it. I turn it off. But if that's the situation... I mean, who who's to ask? Are they acting or are they really for real? Yeah. yeah. I agree, man. It's it's messed up. And the thing is, it's just... For me, it's just out of touch. Was that when they did the whole Imagine thing and they were all singing in the, into their cameras from their million-dollar houses. Like, some people are really going, through, well, really going through it at the peak of corona and that's what they thought they would do to try and make things better. Like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the reason the, everyone's saying read the room is because like actually see what's going on. You singing Imagine isn't going to help those people who are suffering from corona and then you lot coming on your cameras again in black and white isn't going to help the situation either. Yeah. What really is, tell people to go sign petitions and donate. Like, open your purse. <laughs> yeah, for, definitely. For real. Definitely, what was, but then um, again, but yeah. then again, there are some, there are some organizations out here who are moving super bookie, mm. moving super mad. Like there was a post I put on Instagram, and pretty much it was talking about how Black Lives Matter. Well, like there is a one organization that claims to be Black Lives Matter, but they're out there supporting Trump. And it's like, huh? <laughs> so you cannot go hand in hand. They they shouldn't. They shouldn't. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I think we, we do need to do a lot more research. I mean, I've, I've explained a lot. I've said too much. I've poured my heart out on the other episodes. But yeah. you just need to do your research and really see what's actually unfolding in our very eyes. Mm. That's a yeah. good point, Iman, because um, I think the leader of... Well, the leader of Black Lives Matter did a Q&A on uh, Reddit. And a lot of people are asking questions about where the funding is going to go and how is it going to impact black people. And she was giving very vague responses. So, you know, like you said, people need to research and kind of, you know, figure out where this movement is going. Because there's a lot of money being donated right now, bare pee. So, you know, where is this money actually going to end up? How do you guys feel about having a, a black party then? Um, that, that can obviously... Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, in 2040, um, apparently, majority of the whole of the United States, the whole of the UK is supposed to be black or of mixed uh, ethnicity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe due to our culture and just how many babies we have. Um, <laughs> but uh, more importantly, I think um, to have a black party, they have to represent everybody. And that's the hard thing about it. Yeah. Um, just, not just you just want our politicians uh, to do better yeah so it, rather than it being black party it'd probably just be a bane so mm. black Asian mixed ethnicity and that's probably what it would be and that's all um, I don't even know because some of them man don't care about us like pretty of course can get out of town <laughs> so um, but in terms of having a black party I think it's it's not that it's probably a charity charitable organization that is I don't want to say for us, by us, but they are for the community. Because mm. 
for us to say, oh yeah, it's only for the black individuals. I mean, if you look at Grenfell, they didn't kill black individuals. They killed pretty much anybody who's a mixed ethnicity or somebody mm. who's not originating from the UK. But yet, a lot of people in Grenfell died. But the communities, they came together to actually support the individuals in Grenfell. I think a charitable organisation that does that would be more impactful than a black one. Because I think as soon as it becomes a black thing, they will turn into a race war. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the media, I mean, how powerful the media is today, it'll turn into a race war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A charitable yeah. organization that does see the injustice and uh, and the issues that can be I think, uh, addressed. Yeah. I think the good thing, that. I mean, the, the main thing with having a black party is that at least we would have um, a voice in places like parliament and and things like that, like we'll have some sort of leadership and some sort of direction. Um, mm. And there will be someone that's actually in places like Parliament and in these higher mm. institutional places that is actually fighting our cause and someone that's on our side. Because I think they, 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 um, they had something on the news the other day and they, they asked someone, like, how many black people is there? And the guy was like, he, he was beating around the bush and then eventually he was like, no, there's none. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think it's. I, I don't know. If we, we need, we need to try and get some more black people, like yes. in politics, yeah. and politics and stuff like that. I agree. That's, we are the generation. More, yeah, we, we are that representation. Now we are that generation because I, I believe a lot of us have been trained into like a have been conditioned into only like a few roles in terms mm. of. Um, in terms of the future, like when we were in school, there was only like a few things that you could go into. It's business management, accountancy and lawyers. But mm. I think there's, in our generation, there's just a mixture of professions. Some things mm. I don't even know about. And I think we are seeing, if not the start, we are seeing like the end of like the law. You know, you know how you have like a product life cycle. So right now mm. we're seeing the end of the launch. Right now, mm. we're going into that stage where it's like, okay, we're now putting ourselves in position of power so that, you know, anybody who's a lawyer, we can go to them. They are black. They are with us, you know. Yeah. Peace officer, they may understand, uh, you know, what's going on at, the current, at that current right. moment in time. Um, somebody who's a fire brigade, you know, we, it's just simple things, man. Mm. Um, but do you have people, having people in parliament, yes, is very much beneficial because at least laws and legislations can be navigated to, to actually mm-hmm. um, help, us. Help, us. Yeah, help us. That help us very much so, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's definitely getting more people in power and positions of power to represent us. We'll, you'll see a change automatically, you know. Um, even I just think if there was more people of ethnic minorities in, say, an institution like the police, it would help because it'd be like... They, a black person will see something. I know there's some that, you know, have had issues, but I feel like it would help because they might understand. They'd get it. Mm. Whereas, you know, I, I, I just feel once you are represented, it will, you'll definitely see an impact mm-hmm. and a change for the better. Yeah. So, yeah, now I think that's the, the direction they should go in. Okay, mm. so just wanted to get everyone's opinion. I don't know if you saw... One Nason, he dropped his new single, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it was featuring a rapper called Gliz. And basically, the song's been taken down. 
But what happened is they found out, they saw, they did the usual Twitter thing and they found racist tweets from Gliz, who is a white, white rapper. Do you think our artists need to be more careful who they do songs with? Yeah, 100%. Like, Gliz, I'm not even too sure who that is. Mm. Um, One Ace, I have heard of him. I've heard a couple of his songs. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head one of his songs. Um, <laughs> to be honest, he's not one of my... God, he's not my go-to guy. I don't, I don't mm. really... Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like um, rappers should... And that, the, the, from what I know, from my experience, because I'm pretty close to an artist, I'm sure you all know D1. He's local. Mm. I listen to his music quite a lot. If you listen to his music, a lot of the stuff he says as well is, is, is like wise compared to a lot of these other rappers. Like they're just talking mm. about... Some of them are just talking about nonsense. I don't, I don't really, I like listening to music that I can, that, that I can actually relate to. Um, mm. But yeah, I feel like um, from what I know from the industry, artists, they don't like showing each other love. I feel like they like to show certain other big artists love, but they don't really like to bring the up and coming ones um, and show them love. Um, I mm. feel like if if you're quite known in the game, then you're gonna have a lot of people like wanting to try and do features with you, but yeah. they're really trying to do features with just like the small guys who have potential. If that makes mm. sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like people should be a lot smarter with with who they do features with. Um, has this guy ever that Gliz guy has he showed any other like previous instances with like racism or anything like? Has he hinted at? <laughs> Yeah, that was what was weird. It didn't seem like that. He's always been the sort of person to big up the black community. Obviously, if he raps, he has to because he has to show love and that's, you know, that's where it is. But it was just weird because it was, it was a... He is good, I'm not going to deny that. And it seems like he has a lot of potential. But just to for your first major single, which you're on with, you know, a pretty big UK rapper, um, just went left for him. That's it. The song's taken down. What did he say? In the song, he just said, uh, no, nah, it wasn't in the song that he said it. They just found old tweets where he said some okay. foul okay. stuff. So, the, okay. a lot of it was directed yeah. at dark skinned girls and stuff like that, those sort of jokes that you see online. Yeah. So, as soon I mean, as they to found be honest it, with you, to be honest with you, based on that, um, it depends on the situation because you, you um, as because that is kind of the past, and you can't really judge someone on their past. So mm. that could have been a tweet that he wrote back in 2013. He could be yeah. a man since that situation. How um, recent was it? How recent no. were the tweets? The tweets were old. So I, I do get what Mikel's saying. So I, mm. it is, it's tough. But as an artist, you've got, to, you've got to delete your, as an artist, yeah, you've got to delete your stuff. Mm -hmm. Period. Because mm. if you blow up, that's the first yeah. thing people are going to do. We've seen it happen time and time again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, if people do that, I mean, people don't really know the real you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends where your heart is as well. If you're, yeah. if you're, not, if you're not about that anymore, and you feel like you know, that's not that's not rare. If, if you if you know that something's gonna bring up bring up a bit of controversy and stir in the mix, it's better mm. just just to leave it if you've got a big audience, because there's no point stirring that type. If you're just trying to focus on um, like doing better for yourself, that's just gonna be a hindrance to you. It's just gonna like bring right. drama. Although, although I believe strongly believe in 
someone like Stormzy with what he's doing. He's speaking up. He's been out there protesting with us. Um, mm. I feel like you should always have, um, you should always speak your rights, but you should just be smart with the way how you do it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. There's a, there's a, there's a way to, to put your stuff out there. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I just think it was interesting that, you know, that was his first big opportunity and literally <laughs> shut down. That's, that's it. Mm. I don't know how he's going to be able to recover from that, really, because if they found it that early and you don't have a, enough of a catalogue, like some people would just ignore that because you're too big of a rapper or, or you're too famous. But that's his first, that was his first single, yeah. his first real opportunity, and it went sideways for him. Mm. With everything, with everything happening right now, I don't know if he's going to Yeah, that it was lock-off. So in this situation, all he's got to do, has he, has he released a statement or anything? Has he I'm not sure. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if he has. And it makes sense to you, but I don't know if people are going to hear it, especially like Colin said, with everything that's going on at the minute, they're yeah. not going to try and hear that. Yeah. So it's, it's curt it could be curtains for him. But it's just interesting that, you know, he's obviously got a song with One Nation, and it's just in that's a big artist. Like, mm. does one nation have to be more careful going forward? Do artists in general have to be more careful going forward and being like, let me actually do my research before I do this song with this person? But it's a bit hard because one ace isn't really going to go down through all of his, like, his own time, like, like his, old, his whole TL, sorry. Um, mm. Very back down to when he first joined Facebook, all of his tweets. Um, but uh, they, they should definitely be a bit more careful. I mean, one ace, does he even know Gliz on a personal level apart from music? The answer to that mm. question probably no. So why is one ace not in the booth with people that's around him or other mm. artists that's around him that aren't as good, maybe from his local area and he's trying to bring them up? That's how I believe, that's what I believe he should be doing. Mm. Um, most like of the that. time, most of the time it's just, um, it's in, I mean, the, the way I just look at the industry is just pretty much um, labels just contacting labels saying, okay, listen, we have this yeah. track. Can, we get, can you get this person to do this track with this person? Yes, yeah. of course. Or they're under one question. umbrella. Yeah. And then yeah. once that, mm. you know, they just cross, 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 cross. Because the thing is, if you look at the situation with, T um, what's the guy's name? Russ and... Um, H. Russ and H? H. They, they don't... <laughs> Pre they don't know each that. other like that. Yeah, like they, yeah. they've they're not been in the booth and then been boys. But Do you get what I'm saying? Why, that's why I don't believe in that, um, in the way how that was brought together. Because if you've got labels that are just saying, yo, um, we've got this person and yeah, this label's got this person, go to the studio together. That isn't a real sort of connection. Um, no, it's not. They need to have real connections and people who they see eye to eye with and they... You know, it's, they're from the same sort of group. That's what I believe anyway, man. You can't yeah. just... That's, that's how I feel like the best music will be created as well. Mm. I agree. But I think... The, I mean, the way the industry works is it's not the same way that real life works. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's that's all about the money. Thing. It's a business. It's, it's all, all about, about money. money. So Let's if be, I can pay you for the feature fee, then cool, innit? it? We'll make a track be, together. I mean, that's why... So. <laughs> what's, what's my man's name? Um, Quavo and is it Liam Payne? <laughs> Yo, don't talk about that. Who, who really it. thought them two would come together and then yeah. just kick it in the studio? No one. Right, <laughs> no, they no, sent no, the piece to Quavo. Quavo was that like, safe. 
I heard that. That's a fact. But nah, the next I thing I'll that. probably see is what's his name, um, Young Ads and Adam Levine. It'll be mad. <laughs> Adam Levine. But... <laughs> Maroon, Maroon Five is D-block. hilarious. <laughs> D Block Five, you know, that's mad. Ads talking about Lean on the Maroon Five song is hilarious. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think there was one more topic. So I guess it's just social media versus traditional media. Um, to be honest with you, I think all media has gone to the toilet recently. So I don't really know. It's a, like, it's a sticky one. It's a sticky one, bro. Like, so this week I, I did all my socials and I've kind of like mm. just been living in a bit of a bubble. And in a, in a weird way, it's kind of taught me that the media are mad manipulative, bro. Because... Mm. Let's say, so if Saturday, for example, um, I just decided to go on Sky News just to see Wagwan because I knew there was going to be protests. So as I'm looking through this article, the way it's explained, it sounds as if there was like a really small, you know, group of people causing mm. a little bit of a fracas and there's nothing serious. Everything's fine. You know, roses, happiness, rainbow, whatever. Mm. So I'm like, hmm, this don't look correct to me. So what I did, I downloaded all my socials. And the first thing I saw was anarchy, bro. You know that Don that was walking up to the police, like rolling his fist, bro. He's thinking, yeah, like, bopping. bro, like it. You know, the the media really sugarcoat what is really going on. And the problem mm. is, my the way I see it is the problem is there's too big of a gap because the media will show the people what they want to see. So they'll see Black Lives Matter as being bad and these protests being not so bad. But then you look on social media and it looks way worse for them so there's no mm. in between where it gives you the full picture mm. so yeah. it's it's a it's social yeah. media is a necessary evil in a way and, and that's the thing like i'm not sure if you guys have been but i've been i went to the protests last week um yeah. i'm not gonna lie let me hold my hands up i actually went to the protest this week as well <laughs> yeah um i didn't go there to cause any trouble nothing like that of course not i went there solely because i saw a video um i saw two videos i don't know if you guys saw it It was on made you think there was a guy and a girl and they said any celebrity that said um that this protest was postponed you're idiots because there's black people here now and we're outnumbered there's all these idiot there's all these people they're throwing here london come down that's all i needed to hear couple of the boys rang me they saw it and we were like yeah let's go down let's just round up some numbers and go down so we just went down there um and i've been down there a few times uh well twice now like i said and both times it was done peacefully i can Mm. say that with hands they were both done peacefully like um of course some things did escalate especially this weekend just gone um with a few of the 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 people that were anti-protesting um but that's always gonna gonna happen if 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 that's their views on it um but yeah like i said i mean it has mainly been peacefully so i I think the media they're portraying it to be a lot worse than it is Mm. and a lot of people are seeing that and they're just they're just quick to point fingers at black people as your fault you look at this you look at that yeah, no, I agree. There's, there's a narrative that they want to get out. And you see it all the time. Like, they'll, they'll yeah. make it seem like we did something or if there was a 
if the protest went left, they'll try and make it look a, a specific way. And it's nine times out of ten not the case. And there's been so many people showing like, yo, these protests are peaceful. A, it's a minority who aren't peaceful. And B, a lot of the times the police can escalate it. So you have to show it. Like, you actually have to report it. And if mm. they can't, they'll just bring Maddie McCann. <laughs> that girl never goes away, man, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, that is it. <laughs> she's gonna be the, the yeah, thing is, is she gonna be missing forever? Because how are they ever gonna tell that if they do find the body, how are they gonna tell all these years now if that's generally her body? <laughs> so nobody will believe it, bro. I don't know, man. It's I can't even think how much money's been pumped into the case for you know, and there's certain cases that will be closed. Like, what are we still looking for? Or oh, six million. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and there's people who really go missing and then their their cases get closed. I can't understand for the life of me why the case has been open this long. What are you look like what are you looking for? But mm. I, that's that's what's just annoyed me. Like the way Sky News be wording things when they when they show the scuffle or they call it a scuffle, like nah, mm. them are actually trying to fight the police. It's crazy. If it was BLM there, you'd make it a whole thing. Hundred percent. Okay. You have to realise as well, um, a lot of these media companies like BBC News and Sky News, they came back from that traditional British era. That's when mm. media companies were started. So like, I'm sure the, the people high up in these companies are always going to be telling them to push certain content. Yeah, 100%. And um, so... Yeah, it's just the world we live in, and that's why all the brothers and sisters watching this, we need to, I'm sure you've heard it, we need to invest back home in our roots, as well as, as, well as the communities here, because I don't want people to take that out of context. <laughs> so you've got to watch the words. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, we do need to invest back home, man, and build, build back there. Facts. 100%. All right, bro. Um... So I think that's it for today. So tell the people where they can find you online, all the socials. Um, uh, you'll... Yeah, go on, sir. What was that? Actually, you know what? I have, doing... a, I have a question for you. Um, what have you been doing to make sure... I mean, of course, there's a situation that's recently happened, but just in general, I mean, because you yourself, you are an entrepreneur. I see you as an entrepreneur. Um, what have you been doing to make sure that you kept your mind sane and also active? And... Uh, yeah, that's a good question, especially with what we've been going through at the moment. I'll be first, I'll be honest, um, at first, at the start of the quarantine, I lacked motivation. I wasn't doing hardly any exercise, hardly doing any work. I just lacked motivation. It just wasn't there. I was just thinking, what's the point of doing all of this if I'm going to be in quarantine for goodness knows how long? But obviously, that's not the correct mindset. Um mm. I think it was just more of a case of um, it was just more of a case of I just wanted a little relaxation, um, and then once I got past that period, that two three week period, my head was back in the game. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, what I would say some good sort of tips because I read I've been reading a few books. Um, uh, Rules of Wealth is a good book. Um, Rich Dad Poor Dad's a good book. Um, Tools of Titan is another good book. So I've been reading quite a few books. Um, I'll mm. say as well, not 
to look at social media, so like the Instagram, the social media, try not to go onto those platforms until later on in the day. Because when yeah. you start looking at it early in the morning, it has an effect on how your day goes. Facts. Um, so I try not to look at these things until later on in the day when I want to have a little, when I'm putting my feet up and stuff like that. Because I, I know, I, when I wake up in the morning, I know what I want to achieve. So me looking at social media is kind of irrelevant. Like nothing on there is going to help me at that time. Let me achieve yeah. what I need to in the day and then I'll go on to, go on to that. That's okay. a good tip, man. That's a sick tip. That's something I'm gonna, I've been taking on board because I've ghosted for a week and I feel like I'm going to just go on it way less. Because it definitely affects mm. your mood in the day, for sure. For real. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, people, people, it is a distraction, but at the same time, it does pass a lot of knowledge on because people 100%. do get a lot of knowledge from social media. So mm. I do see yeah. benefits in it, but I do see why it is a hindrance and a distraction as well. It can distract you. And mm. people portray a lifestyle on there that they're not really living. People mm. want to impress people on social media, but at the end of the day, <laughs> there's a bigger picture 100% <laughs> yeah man for real alright so, so yeah. tell the people where they can find you online uh, yeah so my at is m underscore speaks pounds um, that's my Instagram and that's and I'm yeah that's that's the only platform I'm, I'm on um, no, I'm, yeah. I've got Snap, Snapchat for the things so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. Yeah, man. But uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you lot. Oh, always, bro. Yeah, man. For real, always, always. Appreciate it. No worries. Uh, take it easy. Yeah, you lot uh, take care, bro, man. Uh, See you, bro.